Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Inside the Five. I'm Griffin. This is Will. And let's get right into it. We're going to start it off Thursday Night Football, which happened last night at the time of the recording, which was Jacksonville Jaguars against the Dolphins. Dolphins took it 31-13. Will, is Minshew overrated? Great question. I don't know how I feel. I think he's definitely a young talent. I think he's definitely coming back this season. He's kind of proven himself, but I don't know. Uh, he kind of could be a little overrated, but Ryan Fitzpatrick came out. Jack's killer, as we know. Definitely yep. got the job done, putting up 31 points. Yeah, and I mean, Fitzpatrick looked really good as he has been. Like He always comes off every season. He starts very strong, and then someone takes him over. That's just what happens. But, I mean, like... I think he starts the whole year well. I don't know about you, and then Tua comes in next year. I agree. I think he starts this whole year. I mean, hopefully no injuries because there was a, definitely a lot last week. But hopefully hopefully you get the job done. Yeah, exactly. All right, now let's get right into our Sunday predictions. First off, we got Texans-Steelers. Will, what are you thinking? I'm thinking Steelers definitely win this game. They came out this season very hot. I mean, they did start where they started against the Broncos this year. It was kind of a shaky game at first, but I think I think the Steelers are definitely a great team this season. Texans, though, need to prove themselves as well. Texans definitely need to prove themselves, and that's why I'm going to pick the Steelers because I don't think they do it this week. Big Ben, finally week three, he's been coming off an injury, which is slow for, I mean, everyone that comes off an injury, but I think he's finally getting back into it. The defense is probably the best defense in the league as expected. But, yeah, I got Steelers. I definitely agree. I mean, it's definitely slower, especially with this offseason. Didn't really get much time. I mean, other than the fact of his preparation with his injury. But definitely the best defense in the league. I agree. Yeah. Next up, we got Bengals-Eagles. Probably one of the worst games of the week. What yeah. We got? <laughs> Joe Burrow statement game. It's happening. Yeah. I think he comes out week three. 
blazing hot. I think it's time for him to take over. Weak Eagles team this year. They're starting off very slow. They need to prove themselves as well. But I don't think they will. I think Joe Burrow takes this one from the Eagles. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Bengals, not a good O-line. Eagles, I mean, they have the names, but they don't have a good O-line either. And, I mean, it's really going to come up to the defense in this situation. But I'm going to take the Bengals. I think Joey's going to put on a show. I agree. I don't think any of their defenses are really that talented. Not at all. At all. I mean, the the Eagles did pick up big play Slay, but I don't really know. Honestly, haven't even heard anything from him. I mean, one cornerback can't change a whole game. That is very true. Um, we got our next game. We got 49ers-Giants. Easy pick. I'm going to have to go 49ers with this one. Even though they're very injury prone, I think 49ers still pull this one off. I think that the 49ers could play their third string defense and put have the Giants put up a goose egg. Daniel Jones is decent, and they just don't have anything else. Saquon is out. I mean, that's a killer. If you don't have Saquon Barkley on your team, and he was pretty much the only person on the team, that's going to be very tough. Yeah, I mean, even with their defensive injuries, even with Mostert out, they have like they have like so many running backs to play. I mean, I know I think Garoppolo's out. Garoppolo's out, right, for is a couple he? weeks. I think so. I think Garoppolo's out. I don't think he's playing. I oh, think they're yeah, starting their backup. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think they're starting their backup. I mean, losing Saquon for the Giants is huge. I mean, they really only got Daniel Jones. I mean, he is a young potential. He has definitely has a lot of potential going into this league, but I, think, I don't know. Losing Saquon is tough. I think this game is going to come down to coaching, and I think the 49ers have better coaching by a mile. Yeah, I totally agree. We got um a, a, good, a good game coming up. We got Raiders-Pats. I'm going to take the Raiders, and that's not the – I don't have any bias against the Pats. I like what I saw from the Raiders against the Saints. I think Cam Newton's good. I think the Raiders' defense isn't good. But I don't know. I like what Derek Carr showed. I love Josh Jacobs. And, I mean, I'm kind of hopping on the Raiders' bandwagon now. Um, I guess you could say it would be biased, but I'm going to go with the Pats. Um, I think Cam Newton is – He's starting off strong. He's playing well. He proved his passing game against the Seahawks. We saw that it was decent, pretty good, I would say. Um, I don't really know what to say about the Raiders' defense because he did play a very weak Saints team. I don't think Drew Brees did a whole lot of damage, I'm going to be honest. I don't I don't really know how I feel about Not that. Not at all. And speaking of Drew Brees, what are we thinking about this week? I've heard some rumors. Jameis might get in. I don't know about that. I don't know if I, I heard agree. that as well. Um, I mean, as we see, Drew Brees has been a great quarterback over the years. He's getting old. I love what he does to Alvin Kamara because Kamara's on my fantasy team. But, well, who you got in the Saints game? I think I got to go with the Packers again. Packers are riding hot. Aaron Rodgers is – he's feeling it. He's coming back with vengeance. I, I just the Saints just seem too slow. I mean, I did hear that Drew Brees said that um he's getting back in the groove again, but I mean it's I mean I guess it makes sense. It is week three, it's a weird off season, but I don't know. He doesn't he doesn't look the way he was last season. He right. he looked much better. I mean, I don't, I don't think he made it this far last season. I think Teddy Bridgewater came in this week. Well yeah, because Drew Brees got hurt. Yeah. And then he came back. But uh I'm gonna have to agree with you. The Packers are surprisingly really good on Sunday night, which is like they're not really known for being good on Sunday At night, Lambeau but I just too. feel like every single time that it's Sunday night and the Packers are playing, they win. 
Aaron Jones is amazing. Their run game has been a lot better. Devontae Adams is a top three receiver in the league. Their defense can put up with an offense like the Saints. They can't stop Kamara, but Michael Thomas isn't playing. And they don't really have anybody else. They have Emmanuel Sanders, but he's kind of old. So he's not really going to do much. Drew Brees hasn't been up to par. That may be because of age and maybe because he's losing a step or two. Or it may just be like last week wasn't a good week for him. So this is really a hit-or-miss game, but I'm going to have to go with Packers. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think especially Lambeau Sunday night, even though there's no fans. but It's just a different like environment. Yeah, it's going to be different for them. Uh, next up, we got Titans-Vikings. What are we thinking, Griff? This game is going to be a bad game. I, that's all I, I agree. have to say about that. Um, we could see a tie. <laughs> we could yeah. see, but now for real, I think the Titans, I think the Titans take this one. I think this is Derrick Henry's coming out party for this year. We know he's good, but he hasn't really put up anything special yet. I think this is, this is the game. This Sunday, Derrick Henry will have easily over 100 and at least one touchdown. I'm going to have to say this is definitely not the game the Vikings break their shell and take one from the Titans. I uh, don't think this game will even be close. I think the Titans are definitely going to take this one. Derrick Henry's probably going to run all over this defense. I mean, Ryan Tannehill has Ryan Tannehill's been low-key cooking lately. Yeah, I mean, side of the big contract, he's got to do something with it. Big plays, big plays. Next up, we got uh, the football team playing <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. I got football team. I I don't know why. I don't hate the Browns, but I've picked against them. I picked against them last week against the Bengals. It didn't go well. So I feel like this week I'll be right. I like the football team, but I'm going to have to go with the Browns. I don't know. I feel like they started off hot taking run from the Eagles, but the Eagles are they're iffy. Like Honestly, I think the football team will definitely take their next one against the Eagles without a doubt. I don't think the Eagles got that in them. But I'm going to have to go with the Browns on this one. I think OBJ, didn't he get it going last weekend? He did. He had a decent week. Yeah, he had a decent week. So I think he can definitely carry that over for sure. Yeah, and, I mean, this next game, Rams-Bills might be the game of the week, in my opinion. The Rams have been a sleeper team, even though they were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. No one's really talking about them with this loaded NFC West, but Aaron Donald's playing out of his mind. Their offense, they don't have Cam Akers, who's a rookie. He's been playing very good. But I really think they are stepping up this year, and I think the Rams take this from the Bills. I definitely agree with you. The Rams are definitely stepping up this year after that that rough season last season, losing Gurley and everything like that. I mean, obviously they don't have Gurley this year either, but they're back. They're well, not their backup. That rookie running back they got, he's pretty nasty. He's, he's definitely got talent in him, but I think Bills Mafia is going to rise up against the Rams this weekend. I th- Josh I think Allen. Be a great game. I, I agree. Great game this weekend with them. Josh Allen's making big plays. Speaking of great games, this is not going to be a great game. Bears, Falcons. Wow, that's that's. I got Bears wow. by a mile. I don't I don't know why. I don't know what happened to the Falcons. I don't know if it's Matt Ryan. I don't know if Julio's not doing his job. I think it is definitely the defense. Deion Jones is good, but that's about it. But I mean, Bears don't look bad. Is Mitch Trubisky back? Great question. I'm going to have to take the Bears again. Um, we all know what Falcons do after they take a tough loss. Uh, this was, in fact, last week was a very tough loss. The comeback. The comeback definitely is a killer for them, I would say. Also, I don't know why they just stared at the onside kick, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, Mitchell Trubisky, I think, is definitely back. Big play 
from the coaching staff in Chicago. I think I don't know what they did. It might have been the off season. You know, he he might have seen his passes, might have not seen his passes go down. Who knows where they were? Maybe, but maybe Matt Nagy just needed to be separated from Mitchell Trubisky and take a while to think. It's like a bad marriage. You just need to take a step back and think about it. Definitely, I think and sometimes it gets fixed, sometimes it doesn't, and it's looking like it's getting fixed. I mean, I believe the Bears have like that set plan. They run like every single game, yeah, like they when they like have the ball first. Plays. Last weekend, he Mitchell Trubisky was marching down the field, yeah. marching down the field. Haven't seen that from him in quite a while. Well, Trubisky shines when he's a high tempo type of guy, and when he has a script and he's not rolling on the fly, then it's just like the opposite of what he really should be doing. In college, he was good when he was just going no huddle. He'd hear the play, he'd call the play, and he'd make his own reads. Now Matt Nagy is giving him the reads. So seeing that they're kind of switching it up, it's looking really good for Mitch, and it's looking really good from the Bears in general. Definitely agree. I think the Bears definitely take this one. We got next game coming up. We got Panthers, Chargers. What are we thinking? Um, I really think this is going to be a tough one. I know I want to say bolt up. Tie watch. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean. like They might be tie radar. This might be tie radar. I'm going to have to go with the Chargers, though. I just don't like the way the Panthers have been playing. Panthers are on watch to get the number one pick low-key. I know the Jets are. I know the Lions are. But sleep sleep on the Panthers when it comes to the first pick. Do we know who's starting for the Chargers this week? They had that issue with Tyrod Taylor because he punctured his lung. Do we know if Herbert's starting? I'm pretty sure Herbert's starting. He had a great last week. Even though they lost, they let him throw the ball. He played really good. He did play really well. I mean, he did have a couple welcome-to-the-league moments, but, I mean, that's going to happen. He's a rookie. It's going to happen, but... I'm definitely definitely have to agree. Chargers, they're bolting up this weekend for sure. Bolt up, bolt up, baby. Um, wow. Um, we got Jets, Colts, Colts. Uh, Phil Rivers back. Naheem Hines not back. I have him in fantasy. Drop thirty. Ready? He dropped thirty in week one. Guess how many he dropped in week two? One point four. <laughs> that's, one point that's, four. That's but Jonathan Taylor. Show. Jonathan Taylor is good, dude. He is good. Their run he game is good. is good. The ability of Phillip Rivers to check down, it's like Tom Brady. It's just something else. If he can check down and then every so often just throw a deep bomb, that's like that's where they'll shine. I mean, they even got Naheem Hines coming in that backup too. He played a lot week one. Thought he was going to come out week two. That I know that was happen. tough for you and your fantasy team this week, still but still dub, got though. the dub. Um, I'm definitely going to have to say the Colts, even though – Coach Gay said the Jets were in overdrive. They are what in exactly overdrive. is overdrive supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know what Jets overdrive is with ba- Braxton Berrios. I don't even know where he's going with that. But they're in overdrive. Watch out, Jets Nation. <laughs> Next, we got my team, the Seattle Seahawks, playing the Dallas Cowboys. Might be game of the day. Might be game of the day in terms of the Seahawks are going to win and it's not even going to be like a fun game to watch. It's just going to be great highlights for Russell Wilson's MVP run. Yeah, I mean, I know a few Cowboys fans. They're definitely not going to be happy listening to this one, but I definitely think the Seahawks are going to take this one. Um, Russell Wilson put on a show last weekend at home against the Patriots. I mean, those passes were just incredible. You got to love to see it, though, because he's been highly underrated. Like, he should have had 
at least a couple MVPs by now. I mean, this is year nine, and the Seahawks and Pete Carroll, I love Pete Carroll. I love the Seahawks. But we're known as a running team when we have Russell Wilson, who's probably the most underrated quarterback, but by now not really because they're actually letting him pass the ball. And it's been magnificent to see. It's been a sight. The way that he just puts the ball right on a dime, we've been seeing it throughout the nine years, but now it's just going to keep on flowing. Like, the ball in the bucket pass, like, right over his head is just, like, it's it's honestly beautiful. And I'm it be never honest. misses. It literally never misses. And I think, I mean, they got the offensive coordinator up in the booth. I think think that perception, he, I think. He clicks well with Russ. It's Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll loves to run. He loves to run. Because remember. They pick up, like, 25, like, carries a game. Like, like right. what do they have? Um, Carson and. Chris Carson. And they have uh, Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. They pick up, like, I think. Carson picks up at least 25 a game, and I think Hyde might get, like, 10. And, see, the thing is, like, B. Carroll loves to run because if you're coming from USC, I know this was a while ago, but you know whose running back was? Reggie Bush. Yeah. He's... So, like, that's just what he's used to. But now that he has someone like Russell Wilson, and they did this in 2014 and 2015. They had Marshawn Lynch, but they let Russ throw. And when you're throwing, that opens off the – opens up the offense so much the defensive line is going for like a pass rush instead of a run rush and that'll open up holes and that'll equal more rushing yards and more passing i'm definitely all for let rush throw but i don't want to hold off this part of the game without talking about the cowboys definitely a huge comeback win against the falcons which i don't know how that even happened but they need to start showing up and showing out because that offense is very explosive cd lamb looks great he's definitely going to be a young star um, Zeke kind of had a slow start. Yeah. Um, Mari Cooper didn't do too bad. I mean, th- they definitely have the offense to get the job done. Dak looked actually pretty good. I mean, mainly in the second half, but yeah, it's I, tough. I mean, I think what it was is by the time they're down by that much, Mike McCarthy's like, Dak, go do your thing, and finally let Dak like kind of like be himself, getting that high tempo, go ready, set, go. He gets it, completer. I mean, come on. Completion. <laughs> and then he just nice keeps completer. going. <laughs> High-tempo offense. And that's like Mitch Trubisky. It's just where they shine. I mean, I think Mike McCarthy should definitely let Dak do his thing more than Mike McCarthy do his own thing. I don't know what he was thinking. Some of those some of those plays, some of those calls, I don't really know what they're doing. But right. we, let's move it on to the next game. We got Bucks broncos Ooh. <laughs> I mean – if Drew Locke was here, I'd kind of have it up in the air, but I got to take the Buccaneers here. I don't think they have Godwin again, but Mike Evans had a pretty good game. They have a good run game. Tom Brady's old, but he's fine. Gronkowski is old, and he's not fine, but they don't really need him because they have, like, two other He's a blocker. He's a blocker. He's, he's a blocker. He's definitely a blocker. He said in an interview he's not expecting to catch a pass, which is kind of stupid. Yeah, he caught, like, four this season so far, and he's like, that's four more than what I thought. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> but but speaking of the Broncos, Bortles is back? Yeah, the boat. <laughs> wow. But will he get the start? I think he has to get the start. Why really? wouldn't you give him the start? Who who was there? Who came in for them? It was uh he was, he was from Cincy, Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. Yes, Brother Jeff of Driscoll. Drew. And he he came in for Cincy when Andy Dalton kept getting hurt and he like low key wasn't that bad, but he's just like a good backup. Is this like a Blake Bortles like comeback story? I think Blake Bortles. I think if he does good, I think they're gonna let him like ride out like until he's like 
falling apart again if he <laughs> falls apart. But I think it could open up another job for him, maybe, if he does well. Yeah. But I think I'm going to have to take the Bucks in this one. I think it's definitely going to be a close game because yeah. just by the way both teams are playing, like Tom Brady's had – the first week was a little slow. Second week, he kind of like got into it later on in the game. But I mean, it was the Panthers without uh, Christian McCaffrey was at for most of the game. I think. Yeah, I think he got hurt in the first. Quarter. He got hurt early. But yep, moving on. Lions Cardinals. I feel like this is an easy one. The Cardinals were everyone's sleeper team to the point that it's no longer a sleeper team. Kyler Murray's playing very well. DeAndre Hopkins playing very well. Larry Fitzgerald, obviously a good veteran to have on a squad. Their defense is playing good. Their offense is playing good. Hell, their special teams is playing good. I think that this isn't easy. They're just going to run right through the lines. Arizona is currently clicking on all cylinders. Kyler Murray is definitely going to be a star. He's definitely proving himself this year. I'm I'm all for it. I think the Cardinals are a good team. I mean, like, like Griff said, they're almost to the point where they're not even a sleeper team anymore. They're just good. Um, Lions let that one slip away from them against the Bears last weekend. Yeah. They didn't really look too special week one. Cardinals are on fire. Definitely got to go with the Cardinals in this one. Hopefully they keep this run going. Right, and moving on to the Monday night game. Some may say game of the week. Some may not, but everybody's going to say game of the week. <laughs> it's Chiefs-Ravens. It's one of those games. Chiefs-Ravens. It's I don't a tough one. I don't like the way that the Ravens have been playing. I think the Chiefs get this. I think it's going to be a decently close game. I think the Chiefs win by 7 or maybe even 10. I just, I mean, the Chiefs really didn't slow down. And the Ravens, I feel like their defense isn't what they were last year. They don't have the same swag. Yeah, they're, they're missing that swag for sure. I'm going to have to agree with you. I do think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think it's going to be an offensive showdown. I think it ju it's just going to be light show after light show after light show. There's just going to be deep passes, like Lamar Jackson's moves, everything. We're going to see it all. That's why I think it's going to be a great game. But it's definitely going to be a tougher game for the Ravens to try to win. But I think it'll be a good game overall. Yeah, I agree with you. And, I mean, like – Lamar Jackson MVP last year, S Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's just going to be like a battle of the names, and it's going to be an offensive battle. We know Kansas City doesn't have a great defense, and the Ravens used to, but now they really don't. I don't. I haven't really seen anything special from them. So we're going to move on to the NBA. Um, Eastern Conference Finals, just finished watching Game, Game 5. Game 5. 5. Game 5. <laughs> We're still alive, baby. Yeah. Go still Sets. alive. Gordon Hayward, back. Jason Tatum, back. Even though he didn't get hurt, he was just awful, but he's back. The boys are back. Kemba, back. Jalen, back. back. Marcus Everyone. Smart. Marcus Smart, never left. <laughs> never left. Never left. Never left the scene. Shaky, shaky start in the first quarter. Had me a little nervous, not going to lie. Came out rolling in the second Roll, half. Absolutely rolling. What did about 13 in the third quarter? I think it was 13 in the third quarter. I mean, what was it, game four? First half, he had zero points. Played horrible. But I have to give him credit there. That mental toughness to come out in the second half and drop, what was it, like 30 points? I mean, that's tough to do. I understand they got the loss, so, like, stats is stats. I mean, yeah. it doesn't really mean anything. But 
I mean, at the beginning of the game, they didn't really seem like they were in a panic, which I'm not surprised. That's kind of like casual Celtics that's basketball. A, that's a Brad that's, Stevens thing. That's definitely Brad a Brad Stevens, Stevens thing. Have you ever seen Brad Stevens go off? Never. No. He's very calm He's and relaxed. He's known for being calm, and his team is usually known for being calm too, except for after game four, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown in the locker room. But, um, I mean, when tensions rise and – teammates are yelling at each other it doesn't always mean bad things that means that they just want it and they aren't seeing enough out of themselves they aren't seeing enough out of their teammates they aren't seeing enough out of themselves and sometimes they aren't seeing enough out of the coaching brad stevens came back didn't know how to play against his zone and he prevailed today he let gordon hayward attack the basket which, which is what crucial, we need what is what we in the fourth quarter to pull away and i think celtics are back i think the boys are back I definitely agree. Boys are definitely back. They're buzzing. They're rolling. They're everything. But I definitely agree that that locker room showdown, whatever the hell you want to call it, definitely was needed for their morale in a way, kind of like hyping them up a little bit. They're like, wake up, boys. Like, we got to get this going. You know, we're not going to let the Heat do this to us. You know, we're, we're, we might not be rivals at the moment, but the history says otherwise. It, it hyped them up, but at the same time, it kind of calmed them down. They realized that I think we're thinking about this too much. The Heat are so, like, overpowered at this point. Don't know how, but they are. And I think they have to, like, snap back right into reality and notice that Jalen Brown is going to be an all-star. Marcus Smart should be an all-star. He's all-defensive team. Jason Tatum, all-NBA. Kemba, all-star. I mean, they have the pieces, and they're just not using them like in the right way to go against the team like the Miami Heat, who's so deep. Yeah, I mean they're they're very deep, but I also think we might even be deeper. I mean we have like so many centers on our team. We have so many and, guards. And we only play like two we play we play Tice and Robert Some, Williams. We, we, Sometimes we get Ennis Cantor, in, which I was just gonna say Ennis Cantor tonight. He came out. He did actually pretty good. I mean, it makes sense why he was fatigued so quickly. I mean, I think, I believe I saw on ESPN, he averaged 5.5 minutes a game, but he still had like five points, three boards, and four assists. Which is good. That's what we need him for. He's an offensive center. You can't really guard Bam Adebayo, but you know who can? Robert Williams. But Robert Williams need to, needs to be a little bit smarter when it comes to fouling because he gets in foul trouble really easily. That's why he only plays a certain amount of minutes. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, he's definitely young talent. He's going to be good. He needs just needs to wake up on those fouls. He needs to smarten up a little bit, get the basketball IQ rolling. Right. I mean, I think as getting back to Ennis Kanner, I think he's definitely an offensive board. He's an offensive board guy. Yeah. He's, he definitely has that big body that we need. I mean – kind of funny but uh i think it was kemba or maybe brown that tried throwing him like an oop and he caught it up in the air brought it back down and then then brought it back up i was like what's going on here that's like that's why he struggles on defense like he's big he's about six eleven seven feet he's wide but he's not athletic he's not athletic and then going up against a center like bam out of bio it's like a future center of the league yeah super athletic uber athletic jumps out of the gym his defense is phenomenal, but that's because of his athleticism. So, I mean, an S. Cantor going up against someone like Bam Adebayo is kind of tough if you're on the side of an S. Cantor. Yeah, and all due respect, Game 4, Tyler Hero is a bucket. bucket. I'm going to agree. He's he was, a bucket. And he was born as a bucket, and he was never not a bucket. And when he came out of the womb, he was a bucket. He'll and forever then, be a bucket. And then when he went to his first day of preschool, he was a bucket. 
and then his first day at elementary school, middle school, <laughs> high school, he's he was a, a bucket, and then just, everybody hated him because he went to Wisconsin, and it was like, nah, I'm going to go to Duke instead, but you know what? Everybody hated him, but it doesn't matter because he was still a bucket, so he didn't care. I'm at Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so went we went Kentucky there. It's all right. Um, but definitely is a bucket. They got a young, talented squad. I got you. We got to give them credit because they are a good team. I mean, obviously they were up three one, now three two. Um, I do believe, I do believe the Celtics are gonna take this one in seven. Game seven. Game seven, baby. We're going back to back game sevens. They got nothing on us. The boys are rolling. Speaking of coming back three one, that's what the Nuggets have been known for over this bubble playoff. But I mean, come on, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You think Jokic is going to stop Anthony Davis for two or three more games? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, obviously the Lakers are definitely doing this for Kobe. I mean, it's definitely one of those sentimental years, but. But the thing is, the Nuggets are talented, young, and they want it. They I want mean, it. it was a little scary watching LeBron on Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. He looked so rattled. It was just unbelievable. But, I mean, I got to believe that the Nuggets are going to pull something out. I mean, I, I, I almost want them to. I, I hope they at least make it to six. Cause yeah, I, I agree. And this is going to be my Celtics bias. The last thing I want to see is the Lakers championship. Celtics have 17 ships, and the Lakers have 16. If the Lakers take this one, we're tied up. I like to be the most winningest franchise. Everybody wants to be the most winningest franchise, and that's us, and I want to keep it that way. I don't want to get that title taken away from us, especially not the one we got up for this season. We're yeah. going to be in there. Ooh, that's a hot take. Well, that's all we have for this pod. As always, I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back on Wednesday for a week three in NBA playoffs recap. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I hope you guys have a blessed week until then. And uh, this has been Griff. It's been Will. And peace. Seltzen 7, baby. Let's go. Place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.